you know, the pain that you're going through, it can really train you if you let it. And what I mean by that is the hurt that you're going through, the backstabbing, the fake friendships, the heartbreak, the losing a mother or a father, it can really do something for you if you let it. If you do not let the pain train you, if you don't let it build character, if you don't let it build you up, if you don't allow yourself to get something out of this, you just went through it for nothing. And it's impossible to not go through pain. See, we always hear pastors and ministers always talking about the, the blessings that's going to come. They always talking about the good things God is going to do. They always talking about it's going to be a shift and things is about to be so great. But they never tell us. They never tell us the stuff that we are going to go through before the blessing come. Because you don't get the blessing. Uh, you don't get the blessing without the pain. You don't get the wine without the crushing of the grape. You don't get you don't get the pouring into without being ran out first or pouring out first. You got to go through this stuff. And as you go through it, the only way it's going to train you, the only way things is going to get better is when you accept it. When you accept what you're going through, when you accept how things are and you go through it with endurance, perseverance and a good attitude. Because when we tend to get mad at God when we're going through stuff, that's the wrong attitude to have. Jesus suffered the worst things, the worst death. If he went through it, what makes us think we're not going to go through it? You got to go through it. But at the end of the day, family, at the end of the day, while you're going through it, you tell the Lord, Lord, if this is your will, I accept it. If this is your will, I can get through it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So tonight I want to talk about the second part, a part two of the profit in the pain, the profit in the pain, because I want you to understand before this blessing come, before your breakthrough come, before you looking for what you, what you asking God for, what you believe in God for, I want you to understand that this, this, this situation, it's going to bring about something good. This situation, it's going to bring about a blessing. It's going to bring about a perseverance. It's going to bring about a piece of you that you didn't have before. But at the end of the day, this is a must that you go through this. It's a must that you go through this. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1, and I want to say it's probably verse 3 or verse 4, where Peter says, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Peter said, if it's necessary, but that word need in the Greek, it means it is necessary. Glory be to God. So Peter was just, when he made that statement, he wasn't saying if it is necessary. He was saying, no, it's necessary. And seeing, I want us to understand that as much as we don't like going through stuff, baby, you got to go through it. Everybody else went through it. You can't be exempt. But God is trying to do something in your life. God is doing something in your life. He's working out something greater. He's doing something greater that you didn't have. He's producing a fruit you didn't have. He's producing a strength that you didn't have. He's producing a faith that you didn't have. He is doing something that you don't see. 
and you're not going to see it while you're in the situation. So don't despise it. Don't be upset. Don't be mad at it. And I'm not saying that you got to embrace it with a cheerful heart because who loves just going through it? Don't nobody just love going through hurt? Don't nobody love being cheated on? Don't nobody love losing a child? Don't nobody love losing a mother or a father? Don't nobody love being homeless, losing a job, not knowing where they're going to be able to pay rent? Baby, I know where you at right now. I understand, family. I've been there. I get it, absolutely. But if I can tell you all the things that God has done in my life, listen, I might be like Jesus. This might it might take all the books in the world. <laughs> it might take all the books in the world for me to write down my testimony on how God kept coming through and how he kept coming through. Just like with the children of Israel when they was in the wilderness. God kept proving himself. God, God literally kept proving himself over and over and over again. And they still kept complaining. They still kept complaining until he got mad with them and said, y'all can't enter. Uh, and I'm just paraphrasing, but y'all can't enter into the promised land. It ain't even going to happen because I keep blessing you. I keep doing stuff in your life. I keep showing out and you still keep rejecting me. You still don't believe me. So I want to share something with you. And we're going to kick this message off. And I'm going to be over in Psalms. Psalms. 119 verse 71 psalms 119 verse 71 family and before i get this going before i get this going you know we got to hit this throne so heavenly father lord i thank you today lord i thank you for your word father i thank you for my brothers and sisters i thank you for those that's under the sound of my voice lord all of you and none of me use me in this moment Cause these words that's coming out of my mouth. Holy Spirit, speak through me. Let these words pierce them. That all those who are going through hurt, all those who are going through pain, let it train them. Let it work for them. Make it work for them, Lord God. Help them to see the bigger picture that you have. In the name of Jesus, and I give you all honor and glory. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I want you to go over to Psalms 119. 71 verse 71 and i want to share something with you and this is from my brother david because david understood pain if you remember david's son was dying that he had with Bathsheba, and when david's son was dying he fast and he prayed Ugh, glory be to god he fast and he prayed and he laid on the floor but when his son died the bible says that david got up and he got himself something to eat. And he continued with life. He continued to go on. Because although he fasted and prayed and God didn't allow the prayer to be answered. God didn't, God didn't bring it to pass. Glory be to God. I wonder if there's something that you ask and believe in God for. That now you have been hurt by this very thing. Because God didn't deliver it to you. God didn't open that door. God didn't restore that marriage. God didn't give you that house. God didn't keep you on that job. But the reason why God didn't allow this because he had something better. It was something you were supposed to get out of this. It was a lesson you were supposed to get out of this. It was a training you was going to get out of this. You never understand it while you're going through it. You only understand it when you're coming out of it. So my brother David, in Psalms 119, verse 71, 
David said, it was good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than a thousand coins of gold and silver. Glory be to God. Did you hear what I said? One more time. My brother David says, the songwriter says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold of, of coins of gold and silver. You know, when David says, when David says that it was good for me, the word good in the Hebrew, it is tov. This word tov in the Hebrew, it is a masculine but feminine noun as well. Did you hear what I said? It's masculine and it's a feminine noun as well. It's a feminine noun to the nurturing side as a woman. So it's good to nurture. So, so it's, it's a good nurturing thing. This thing, this problem, ah, this affliction that David was talking about, it has a nurturing side to it, but it also has a masculine side that's strong. Ah, it's strong, but it's firm. It's built solid. It's strong like a man. So David says, David says that this affliction, it is nurturing, but it's firm and it's strong. It has a masculine side. So I'm getting both sides out of it. David said, I'm getting two things out of one. David says, I'm getting the nurturing out of this affliction, but it's also strengthening me. It's also making me firm. But get this, the word good in the, the this word good in the Hebrew, this word tov, it means agreeable, but it also means agreeable to the senses. Mm. Did you hear what I said? Talk to me. I talk back. I promise I do. This word good in the Hebrew, it is tov. And it means agreeable to the senses. Now get this. It's to the senses, it also means it's meaning the five senses as well. Did you hear what I said, family? It means agreeable to the senses, the five senses. Now to the sight, this means it's fair. Mm, glory be to God. Hallelujah. It means it's fair. Uh, it's fair in the eyes of God that this affliction happened. Now, when it comes to the taste, the Bible says, uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five, verse two, that the sacrifice when God, when Christ gave himself for us, the Bible says that it was a, the Bible says that to the Lord, to God, to God, the father, it was a sweet smelling aroma. Mm. So to the senses, to the, to the agreeable senses, God says to the taste that this affliction that you're going through, going through to the taste, he says, it is sweet. It's agreeable to take in glory be to God. But now of time, when it comes to of time, it is like a feast. It's something to be celebrated. Glory be to God. Did you hear what I said? Talk to me. I talk back. When it comes to, when it comes to, when it comes to time, it is like feasts, the feasts they was having in those days over the Passover feasts and stuff like that. So when it comes down to the time that you're in of going through this affliction, it means it's something to be celebrated and it's something to be celebrated because you're going to get some good out of this. You ain't God ain't doing this for nothing. You're going to get some good out of this. 
You're going to get stronger out of this. You're going to get that endurance that you asked for out of this. See, you thought because you asked God for patience, you thought God was just going to tap you on your head with a magic wand and go, mana, my patience. <laughs> you thought God was going to tap you on the head and say, mana, endurance. No, that's not how he going to do it. You ask God for patience, he gave you two, three kids. <laughs> you ask God for patience, he gave you with a man who was sloppy around the house, a husband who don't like to pick up behind himself. He gave you a wife who you always got a question about certain things that she not might she might not be doing around the house. She might be lacking in certain things. She might not be fulfilling in certain areas where you got to be patient with her. You see what I'm saying? Now, when it comes a person, Glory be to God. When it comes a person, which means in God, it is pleasing in God's eyes. Mm. Did you hear what I said? Talk to me, please. I talk back, I promise. When it comes of persons, when it comes of persons, of God is pleasing in the eyes of God. Glory be to God. It pleases God. It pleases God that we go through this affliction. Because his son went through it first. Because what you say that you declare, when you say you got faith and you go through this affliction, God says, this affliction that you're going through, it pleases me to see you go through it and you hang in there. It pleases me to see you go through it and you stay firm. You stay planted. You stand strong. You might be like the palm tree when the winds get to blowing and the hurricane come. You might bend over, but you don't break. You might lean all the way over, but you don't snap. So God says, so God says, so David says, David says, when it comes to a person's, which meaning God, it's pleasing in God's eyes. Now, when it comes to things, person, place for things, it means it is pleasant, prosperous, it is pleasant, and a prosperous journey. Glory be to God. Did you hear what I said? David says, David says, when it comes down to the things that this affliction causes, he says it's a pleasant and prosperous journey. This is a pleasant journey that you're going through. You don't see the pleasantness in it because all you see is the pain. All you see is the problem. All you see is the issue. But he says, this journey is pleasant and it's prosperous to your life. It's prosperous to your mind and to your emotion. It's prosperous to your soul. So you're not going through it for nothing. Everything that God does in your life, he's never doing nothing for nothing. It's always for something, family. Always for something. Glory be to God. Now, the word afflicted in the Hebrew, this word afflicted in the Hebrew, it is anah. This word anah, get this, it means humbled. Mm. It means weakened. But get this, number one, it means to be afflicted and disciplined by God. Did you hear what I said? Talk to me. I talk back. If not, I throw this microphone across the room. <laughs> talk to me. I talk back. Now get this. Number one, it means to be afflicted and disciplined by God. Number two, it means to submit self by weakening. Mm. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I wish I could snatch this mic. I Listen, <laughs> make me throw it across the room. Did you hear what I said? Number two, 
this afflictions that David, this afflicting affliction that David is talking about, it means to submit self by weakening. So God is, so when God allows affliction in our life, it brings about a submission. It brings about a submissioning of our self to his will by weakening us by humbling us because a lot of us let's just be real family you know how many people you know a lot of us we'd be prideful when it comes to when we comes to giving up our will for god's will we don't like to give up our will for god's will because sometimes we know the way god gonna take us uh, it ain't gonna be an easy way it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be nothing soft and sweet it's gonna be firm it's gonna it might bring a little pain it might bring a little hurt but we know God's will is always the best way. We know God's will is always the proper way. We know his, we know his way is what's best for us. And when we get stubborn and when we get prideful, when we get prideful, the number one thing about it is when we inflict it, when we inflict it with troubles, it weakens us so much that it humbles us to call out on God, to trust his plan. Trust what he is doing. Trust what he wants in our life. And it literally makes you submit yourself to God by him weakening you in the moment because you become prideful in your life. You become prideful in your attitude and in your actions. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So get this. Get this. Get this, family. So when David says, it was good for me that I have been afflicted. David says, get this, David says, it was agreeable to the senses, to the sight, to the taste, mm, and of times that I was going through, going through, and of the person of God that it was pleasing in his eyes. And But when it comes to the things, when it comes to the things, it's pleasant and it's a prosperous journey for me, ah, for me that I was humbled that I was weakened, that I was afflicted and disciplined by God. Glory be to God, because it made me submit myself in, uh, because it made me submit in my weakness. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Talk to me. I talk back. David says, David says, David says, it was agreeable to the senses for me that I have been humbled and weakened. That I was afflicted and disciplined by God because God, through this affliction, it made me submit in my weakness. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But get this, family. Get this. David says that I may learn your statues. Mm. Did you hear what I said? David says it was good and agreeable to the senses that I was humbled. And I was weakened. I was afflicted and disciplined by God because it caused me to submit myself by him weakening me that I may learn. Now, the word learn in the Hebrew, it is lamed. This word lamed in the Hebrew, it means to exercise in. It means to accept. Did you hear what I said? Glory be to God. Talk to me. It means this Hebrew word, this word learn in the Hebrew, it is lamed. 
And it means to exercise in, and it also means to accept. Now, the word statues, the word statues in the Hebrew, it is, ah, it is hawk. And it means, it, it is C-H-O-Q. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. So be faith, be, be, be gentle with your boy. <laughs> take it easy on, take, take it easy on your brother. But it means, this word statues, it means ordinance. Glory be to God. It means a action prescribed for oneself. Mm. Did you hear what I said? I throw this microphone right now. <laughs> this word statues, it means ordinance. But number one, it means a, a action that is prescribed for oneself. Number two, it means a prescribed boundary. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Did you hear what I said, family? It means a prescribed boundary. So get this. When David was talking, when David was talking, and I want to sum this up for you because I'm running out of time. David says, it was agreeable to the senses in the sight because it was fair to the taste because it was sweet and agreeable that I was sacrificed. But when it comes to the times, it was like a feast to be celebrated. When it comes to the persons of God, it was pleasing in his eyes. And when it comes to the things, the person, place, or things, it was pleasant, and it's a prosperous journey for me, ah, that I was humbled and weakened that I was afflicted and disciplined by God because it made me submit. Uh, it made me submit myself by this weakening that I may learn, that I may exercise in and accept his ordinance, that I may learn and exercise in his action that was prescribed for myself, his actions that was prescribed for a boundary that I shouldn't cross. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord was saying. I mean, this is what David was saying. David was saying, listen, David, David was saying, listen, it was agreeable that I was humbled and that I was weakened and disciplined by God because it made me submit myself in my weakness and that I learned that I exercise in and accept his ordinance and his actions that he's that he prescribed for myself this this boundary that he prescribed that I don't go past so in my affliction ah uh, in my affliction I learned it glory be to god hallelujah did you hear what i said family talk to me i talk back please talk to me david was saying in these actions and this actions of God allowing me to be disciplined and afflicted, I learned to exercise. I learned to exercise in his ordinance and his actions that he prescribed for me. He prescribed this boundary. He set a boundary. The Bible says that when God created the earth, that he told the waters, and I'm paraphrasing. He told the waters, hey, uh-uh-uh, hey, don't go past that boundary. I set a boundary for you not to go over. 
I don't want you to go over that limit because if you go over that limit, you're going to flood off into the grass. You're going to flood off into the earth. You're going to flood off into dry land. This is where civilization going to be. So I need you to stay within this border. I caused the fishes and the whales, the sharks. I'm telling y'all, I want y'all to stay right here. Don't go past that boundary. So God is saying, in my affliction, David says, in this affliction that was good for me, God prescribed this for myself. But when he prescribed it for me, he prescribed a boundary that I don't go past. So God is reminding us when we go through things, family, that I don't want you to be a transgressor. I don't want you to go past this boundary. I need you to know how much I love you. And because I love you so much, I'm not going to let you go past this boundary. So when you tend to break the law, when you tend to be a transgressor, what I'm going to do is I set a boundary. And when you cross over that line, you know when you used to draw lines in the sand, or we used to draw imaginary lines on the concrete and you tell the person that was challenging you because they wanted to see what you was made of. God wanted to see what you was made of, but he told you, don't go past this line. And see, some of us, we got prideful. And when we got prideful, you know what we did? We went past that line. God was saying, uh-uh, don't go past that line. See, we got to stop crossing lines and feeling like God is just going to continue to bless us. I'm telling you right now, if you listen, the Bible says, mm, make me throw this microphone. Talk to me. I'll talk back. God is saying, God is saying, listen, God is saying, listen, he says, listen, I set a boundary before you. I don't want you to go over it because if you go over it and you continuously to go over this boundary, there is only a matter of time before I allow affliction, before I allow trouble in your life before I allow situations to happen. So David said, in my afflictions, it was good for me. It was good that I went through that because I exercise in his ordinance. I exercise his actions. I exercise his laws, his ways, his commandments in this very thing. See, listen, the Bible says that the goodness of God should lead you to repentance. Look how good God been in your life. And you mean to tell me you're still carrying on like you want to? You're still picking up that weed? You're still smoking them blunts? You're still getting drunk, sipping that Hennessy? You're still drinking that Remy? You're still going over doghouse late night getting your back broke? You're still letting Shorty come over your house while you're breaking her off? And you know you shouldn't be fornicating? You know you a man of God? You know you shouldn't be doing this? But you still are doing it. And God is saying, you are mine now. You are mine. It was a price paid for you. I bought you and I love you because you my child. I can't let you get away with everybody else get away with. Everybody else can get away with what they want to. That's not my child. You know, just like most of us who parents and we, we mothers and fathers, right? And you go pick your kid up from school. And everybody, everybody child acting all right and crazy. Your kid, oh, he going to get the whooping. He going to get his butt toe up because it don't matter what everybody else do. See, you can't check somebody else's kids, but you can check your kids. You can check your son. You can check your daughter because this is my son. 
This my daughter. And why I I'm not gonna I'm, and I ain't gonna never let you get away with everybody else getting away with. See, just because they mother and father let them get away with it, that's not what I'm gonna do. See, you my kid, I care for you, I look over you, and that's what God is saying. God is saying, out of all the people on this planet, and I'm telling you right now, everybody ain't going to heaven. Everybody ain't going to make it. And if you read Romans chapter 9, starting at verse 14, he talks about the, 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 the lumps of clay, some made for honor and some made for dishonor. He said, some of y'all, I made y'all just to show my power in you. I knew you was going to be hardhead. I knew you wasn't going to act right. I knew you wasn't going to live for me. I knew you wasn't going to serve me. But I made you just so I can show everybody around you I'm God. And you ain't going to never just get to do what you want to do. You ain't going to never just run the streets and terrorize. You ain't going to never just be able to break laws and do what you want to do and think ain't no repercussions or consequences. But those of you who are God's child, he says, my goodness should lead you to repentance. I'm being so good to you. It should make you want to change. I'm being so good to you. It should make you want to do something different. But because you're not doing that, now I got to let the enemy wreak a little havoc in your life. Now I got to let the enemy have his way a little bit. Because when I was good to you, you didn't want to change. But when I let when I when, when I let the enemy crack the door open a little bit, I let him come in just a little bit. Now, 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 now you hear me. Now you want to change. Now you want to do better. Glory be to God. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you today, Lord, for this word. Father, I pray all of you and none of me. I pray everybody that's under the sound of my voice, Father God, Lord, that you give them, Lord, that they receive what you got for them out of this word. In Jesus' name, in the name of Yahshua, glory be to God. And all of you and none of me, let you get the glory, Lord. Change them right now. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I praise you. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I love you, family. Keep your head up. Better is coming. Hang in there. Hang in there.